Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about um, when relationships end, why do men leave? So I can also talk about why do women leave, but from my clinical experience, I've seen that there are specific sorts of variables that lead each gender to want to divorce. Divorce is very hard, so when people finally get to the point that they want to divorce, there's usually a lot of water under the bridge, and there are some fairly flagrant issues, and what constitutes a flagrant issue is going to really um, you know, be unique to the person, but also I've seen patterns emerge with gender. So the first reason, oh, and by the way, of course, I don't know if you've heard this statistic, but it's true. Women initiate more divorces than men do. So if, you know, there's some stereotype of men moving on quickly to the, you know, hotter, younger, that doesn't happen as much as people think. In fact, women um, initiate, I think it's like either two thirds or three quarters of divorces. So um, in a situation that is rare that a man will leave, then it has to be pretty bad from what I see. And this is for multiple reasons. One big one is that at least historically, men did not get as much custody as women. Um, So if they wanted to remain part of their children's lives, they had to stay married. Also, um, when men were, I mean, men still usually are the primary breadwinner, but uh, they used to be almost always the primary breadwinner and the higher earner. And in that case, they would feel that they may have a huge financial um, disincentive to get divorced and that they would really be taken for all their money, etc. And this fear stopped men from uh, initiating divorces frequently. Nowadays, when people make a lot of often close to the same salary within marriage, this is not as big of a reason. In fact, there's usually not even alimony in many with many of the people that I work with because they both make a, about the same thing or one partner waves alimony, you know, and really it's just about child support. Divorces now are very child-centered, which is positive. I like child-centered divorces, don't like child-centered marriages, though, so that is a pickle, but <laughs> it really does mean a different thing. By child-centered and divorce, I mean that people are putting the needs of the child first. By child-centered and marriage, I mean people are kind of obsessed with the children to, you know, uh, a fault, and they fail to prioritize their own intimate relationship. But anyhow, that was a uh, little tangent, but let's go back to why men leave women. So the first reason that I've seen men leave women uh, within marriage is anxiety. Over time, um, if untreated, anxiety is a real killer um, to a marriage or really to anybody's um, sanity. You know, if you are with somebody who is extremely anxious about safety, about health, about the children, about whether or not they're being approved of socially, you know, just everything, 
then this can really weigh heavily on on the marriage and it makes things seem really not fun. And if some of my female listeners are like, well, the hell marriage is supposed to be fun for nothing's really fun. You may be one of these people, right? So think deeply. Marriage is supposed to be fun. You know, I mean, nobody here, I do not think is living through the great potato famine or whatever uh, that's listening to the Dr. Psych Mom show on Spotify. So yeah, marriage is supposed to be fun, not every day, but also not never, So if a woman who thinks that everything is a danger and everything is difficult and everything needs to be worried about is coupled with a man who doesn't think this, over time, the man may find it so aversive that he leaves. Also, very frequently, men worry that their... um, that their children are going to be anxious like their mothers. So if the woman is constantly anxious and spiraling out with anxiety over everything, then he fears that his children will be anxious. And specifically for men, this is usually thought to be very uh, bad, especially for a male child. You know, you would want um, a son, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying socially men seem to want their sons to be courageous and to, you know, confront, uh, danger, whether that's a ball in sports or whether it's somebody, you know, uh, insulting them. They, they don't want the child to be scared of those things. Nobody wants their daughter to be scared of anything either, but men obviously identify more with small male children, AKA their sons. So anxiety is a really big one and it kills a lot of the tone of fun and romance in the marriage as well as men worry that this is being passed on to their kids and then they think if I'm in a different house then I can have a less anxious lifestyle to show to my child and in our house it'll be more fun and things won't be so um, rigid. All right, so that's one. The other time when I see men leave marriages is sex when they're not having any, when they're having no sex or the sex is terrible. And particularly when the woman doesn't do anything to fix this and kind of, um, uh, condescends to the very idea of sex being a problem and would say things like our marriage is more important than just sex. Like, well, you know, why do you just care about that? So those sorts of things over time really erode any hope at intimate connection. And at that point, a man uh, really doesn't want to remain married because he doesn't feel married in the first place because men equate marriage with physical affection and intimacy and somebody that doesn't think that you're disgusting. So whatever your personal feelings, that is what the average man or person with a love language of touch feels about marriage. The next reason that men leave is because they do no, they no longer feel that their wife likes them. So they feel that the wife is not nice to them. And frequently, I'll see this in couples counseling, they're not crazy. You know, the wife is angry, resentful, bitter. She could have her reasons and she um, doesn't really like him anymore. So this goes beyond that she's not having sex with him to that she just seems contemptuous of him whenever he speaks. She thinks he's an idiot. And she makes that clear even non-verbally to the children, sometimes verbally to the children. So a lot of men, you know, have an epiphany that they do not want to spend the rest of their lives with somebody who doesn't think they're very smart, doesn't think that they're funny, doesn't think anything really positive about them at all, and doesn't like them. 
So I see this um, very frequently in couples where there has been an empathic rupture, a time where the woman felt that the man should have been there for her and he wasn't, and then she just never got over it, which is why I will link you to an article I wrote about empathic ruptures. It's kind of important to figure that stuff out before it ends up poisoning your marriage as a whole and leading to either you or your husband leaving. Um, and the final one is, of course, the most controversial because um, it's about looks. So while it is very true, and I stand by this because I see it all the time, that the average man doesn't really care about the 10, 15 pounds that the wife puts on, there is a difference between uh, not caring in the context of all of those other things being good and then not caring in the context of all of those other things not being good. So if the overall marriage is not great, then frequently the man will uh, really bemoan the loss of, you know, what he thought of as somebody attractive um, to him because of uh, whether it's a lot of weight gain or aging or whatever else. So this especially happens if a man has become more physically fit over time and his wife has become less physically fit. Then frequently they do not feel that they are concordant on their values of physical fitness in addition to just not feeling as attracted to the person. So if they want to go out and run or bike and the wife is sitting on the couch, this doesn't work. Now before anyone gets up in arms, by the way, women in, on this regard, they're shallower than men in my experience because I have so many women that come in and are like, oh my God, all he does is sit on the couch. Oh my God, I'm going to die. He is so much fatter now than he ever was. Doesn't he realize what he looks like? And a lot of women say stuff like that. And if you don't think so, you're crazy because women are just as shallow as men. And I write about that in my article, Non-PC Things That Couples Counselors Know. So I could link you to that as well. But in general, um, if all else is good, then any sort of difference in fitness isn't, you know, a big enough deal. If all else isn't really that good, then that can be the straw that broke the camel's back that makes men want to leave, particularly when they feel, again, that the values don't align. They want to take hikes for multiple hours. The wife only wants to watch movies. Doesn't usually work. So um, if you recognize yourself and your marriage having any of these risk factors, it would be a good thing to do to get into couples work to figure out whether or not these are sustainable um, uh, grievances or whether one of them is just going to metastasize into like a cancer that eats up your whole relationship and then your husband walks out or you walk out. So you don't want to let things go when they are along these lines. So if your husband has always been saying to you, you're so anxious, you're so anxious around the kids, you're going to give them a panic attack, you know, what is with you? This is not just him kind of talking. He may deeply feel that your level of anxiety is really difficult to be around and is even harmful for the children. So um, similar with all of the other ones that I said. So sex. Many men will complain about sex. This isn't just something guys do and then like it just goes away. 
for every time a man complains about sex, there's, it's like cockroaches. There's a hundred more in the walls for everyone you see. There's a hundred, even a thousand more thoughts about being sad, resentful, lonely, and bitter about not having that physical connection. For every little comment that he makes, he's thinking it a million more times. So that would also be one to fact check right now with your husband. I'd like to say, you ever think about leaving this marriage because we don't have as much sex as you want? And he'll be like, no, well, no, well, you know, he'll go back and forth. That's not a good sign, right? That is a sign that you really ought to take things a little bit more seriously, right? And similarly with all of the other ones, if your husband has said, you know, you really act like you hate me all the time. Why do you seem like you dislike me so much? Do you even like me at all? Etc. Etc. This is not just talking to talk. This is the genuine concern of somebody who feels like their spouse cannot stand them. Nobody wants to feel like that. But yet many men in couples counseling that I see feel exactly that way. And if you are now, if you're a man who's listening to this, which half of my readers are men, and um, so that's great. Thank you, guys. Actually, more of my listeners are men than my readers. I got like a majority of female readers and some loyal male readers. But then on this podcast, it's more evenly split. Uh, maybe men just like podcasts. Um, but anyhow, if you're a man and one or many of these resonate with you about your own marriage, then it's kind of time to be more direct and to say something about at least the first three. You could also try to say one about the fourth, about that, you know, she's not as physically fit as she used to be. But that is, you know, very dangerous territory. I would like everybody to be so, you know, securely attached that they would be able to say things like that to one another. And, but, you know, it's kind of not that way. Especially women get very, uh, they take it very personally if they're thought to be fat. This is lifetime of socialization. So while a man can tolerate frequently being told by his wife, oh, you gained 10 pounds, you know, over Thanksgiving. If that man comes back and says it to his wife, that can frequently lead to a much bigger fight because she takes her weight um, as something very personal about her. It means that she's a good, attractive, lovable person. I wish that women thought more like men do about their weight. A man is like most men, uh, now, actually, with the um, with popular media, with so, uh, social media, everybody saying that men ought to be so handsome and so good looking. I mean, did you ever really compare in movies uh, an actor without his shirt on in the 70s to like an actor without a shirt on now? Like now they're like a bodybuilder. So and then they were just like a normal guy. So guys are developing, unfortunately, the same sort of body dysmorphia as women. But in my couples who are, you know, not super young. Um, although we can pretend that we are guys because everybody's around kind of my age <laughs> that I work with, but, um, guys usually tolerate a lot better the idea that their body may gain weight, but they themselves are still a smart, you know, funny, overall good looking, great guy. Whereas women, if they feel fat, then it's like really feels like the end of the world. And it feels like you are not even a worthy person at all. Hopefully women begin to start to feel more like men in this way of depersonalizing any weight gain. But at least the other three, the first three, the one where she's too anxious, she doesn't have sex with you, but she doesn't act like she likes you. If you are a man in one of these 
these situations, time is of the essence. Your relationship's not getting any better by you sitting on your feelings and just every so often making a little snipey, snarky remark that, believe me, is a lot less funny than you think. She would, she owes it, you owe it to her to be very open about anything that could potentially lead you one day to leave, right? So you don't want to destroy your family for something that you've never really verbalized before it's too late. So you want to verbalize some of these things and my podcast, my uh, site, and a hell of a lot of books and other podcasts and other sites um, talk about how to directly communicate and directly approach your wife or anybody else and talk in a confident way. And this is what you got to do because you, you don't want your marriage to be destroyed because she actually didn't know how important sex is to you. And before you fall off your chair in shock because you think you've made it so clear, I work with people every day where the wife really genuinely is a smart person in every regard and literally cannot even conceive of the fact that the complaints that her husband has been making for years about sex were anything more than kind of uh, like a teasing, bickering, bantering kind of nothing. She really cannot even imagine thinking that sex is that important. And so she has never taken it that seriously when he says anything about it. Sex in particular, out of all the variables that I talked about, is one that women tend to dismiss if they themselves do not have a physical touch love language. And I could link to that a post about women condescending to men's physical touch love language and why that's not good. So anyhow, I hope that this uh, episode made you think. That is what I intend to do as well as to help give you some little prompts um, for ways that you can perhaps address issues in your relationship that are just laying there dormant, but at any moment can strike like my son's corn snake when it sees a frozen mouse and it can destroy your marriage, right? So just don't leave these things to lie because these bitternesses mount and mount and mount. And then one day you could turn into the person whose marriage is lost that didn't have, that didn't have to go that way. All right. So, and I could actually, again, link to something that I wrote about which divorces do and do not need to happen. So make sure to check the description for all of these links that I always tell you about. Some of them I remember to put in, some of them I don't. Ah, uh, Sorry. But anyway, talk to you guys soon. Hope you have a great day.